It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Tuesday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. I'm not naked today, but I feel naked. I left my notes at home today. Got over here to the good side of the river and uh, looked in the seat beside me. No notebook. Uh-oh. Rut row, George. But here we are, Tuesday, June 7th. I will persevere. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 384-1450, to join in on the conversation. Or you can hit me up on the tech, the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Thornton's is the perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee, delicious donuts. Visit our friends at Thornton's and hit me up. On the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I will be particularly tuned in to the Thornton's text line and the Eminem Cartage hotline today because I need you folks to help me. I forgot my notes. They're at home. All right. A lot to get to today, including PGA Tour versus Live Tour. Aaron Donald got a raise, or should I say he got another contract on top of his existing contract that was more expensive than his original contract. We'll talk about that. Louisville, Michigan yesterday. I went out there after after uh, the uh, show yesterday, and I told Justin as I right before we came on, as soon as I walked in, it was 7-3 to three, Louisville. I walked to my seat. I'm ready to sit down. Lightning delay. Weather delay. Did I go home? No. I persevered. I hung around for an hour-plus rain-slash-lightning delay. They got the game started. I'm glad I stayed. It was fantastic. I told you yesterday during a nine-run first inning, two for Michigan, seven for Louisville, over under 18. It went over. 11-9 was the final. The Cards get a two-run homer from Cam Masterman in the bottom of the eighth, a four-run bottom of the eighth, by the way, and come from ahead and then from behind to beat Michigan 11-9. It was terrific, heart Wrenching baseball, emotional. I've never seen Jim Patterson Stadium louder, and I've been there for super regionals. I've been there for other regionals. I've been there for big come-from-behind wins over Kentucky. I've never heard Patterson Stadium louder, and I give the fans a lot of credit because it's 7-3. to three. There's lightning in the area. Everybody's told to leave, go back out into the parking lot, go out back out in front of the stadium, find yourself some cover. And we'll let you back in when it's safe to play. And a lot of people hung around. I was shocked how many people hung around. But the Cards come back. They win at 11-9. They'll take on Texas A&M on Friday. Uh, I think it's 8.30. I think it's a late game. ESPNU, they'll play them at 3 o'clock again on Saturday on ESPN2 and then Sunday if necessary. Uh you know, A&M's a fifth seed. Louisville's a 12 seed. Cards are an underdog here. They haven't played very well on the road this season. But it's two out of three. And as we learned yesterday, it's baseball. When it was 7-2 to two, Louisville after one, it's over. When it was 9-7 to seven after the momentum was taken away by a lightning delay, it's 9-7 Michigan. I'm thinking, ah, oh, this is tough. Cards are down to the last six outs, and they have not looked good in these previous six innings. They have not looked good. And all of a sudden, boom, you get a you get a uh, 
you get a, a walk, you get a double play at second base that is really close, called safe, reviewed. I'm not sure he was safe. They don't overturn it. You get a two-run single and a two-run homer and a uh, leadoff double by Michigan in the ninth, to, at, what, at which point you look at the guy next to you and go, oh, here we go again. But uh, the cards close it out, win 11-9. Great baseball, fun day, long day at the ballpark. But, uh, again, glad I was, I was there. I will let you know the entire 16-team field that is left before this hour is over. Let's go to the M&M Cartage Hotline, bring in David. David, how are you today? Yeah, th- thanks for taking my call, sure. John. Uh, like I said, definitely, uh, when you gave the news about uh, Doug yesterday, yeah. definitely uh, definitely a shock. But, uh, like I said, just I know we have to try to get through it. I know he's missed, and I know he was always very kind to me. Every time I called uh, your station and, uh, you know, wanted to, you know, get on the air with you. So I just it, wanted it, to mention that to thank you as well. You. Thank you, David. It's bizarre for me because I looked at Douglas five days a week for the last several years. Uh, now I, right. get, I get to, I guess, look at Justin for a few days. Sorry, Justin, but that's just how Nothing about special. It. And, uh, you know, Douglas would have said, if I if I had not come in yesterday or today, he would have said, "What in the world are you doing? Get in there! You got a job to do." He did his job. He did it well. He never missed a day. And uh, I think the only way to honor him, and from my perspective, is to show up every day and do my job. I got you on that. I'm wondering. Like I said, thirty years. What what Ed said oh. yesterday? Thirty years that he did uh, yeah. the board work at. The big X. And, Ed, Ed and all remembers that. him from when Charlie Jenkins was here, and that's you know that's yeah, a Charlie long, Jenkins, long time yeah. ago, man. But yeah, he's been, yeah, he, he, he preceded Charlie Jenkins. I'll tell you how long Douglas was here, or he, he was right around oh, the same so, time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're they're around the same time. Yeah, it's 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 really some because you think of all the changes in 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 radio over the years, and to think that you know he could you know if if Big X was actually at you know a national station at one time it was yeah. Doug could be around when 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 that was going on and you know he could you know going back to local ownership and just you know it's really something that and I guess what I found interesting was that I guess it was I don't remember exactly when it was but I know it was very recently to think that I had your show or your shows on uh, one day in the morning and I hear you know Douglas you know whatever and then. I think wasn't it like a Hoosiers, uh, Indiana Hoosiers game in the evening. I don't know if it was recorded or what, but you know, hearing the assembly call after the Hoosiers game, I don't know if Doug was working the board. That Absolutely, he was. Maybe, yeah. Oh wow! I and mean, he, the, the thing that he could put in, you know, tireless days like that, or even go home and then go back to your station. He worked. He probably was, and he worked Matt show every day at eleven o'clock. Matt show right. at noon. Yes. And then he would mm-hmm. uh, this year start. He he did every bats game up until the day he passed away. So he was on the Bam. board for all the Louisville bats games as well. And uh, again, even the, bo- even the bats game, all the high school sports that were ever on the station in the last twenty plus years, Douglas was on the board. Yeah, and and I guess as you could say probably the hardest working uh, board. You know, like I said, just producer in radio in this town, then, right? Nobody, say, nobody of, put know. more time in. I will tell you that nobody cared more right. either, because it didn't matter, David, if it was a national show or if it was a local high school show or local high school game. He put the same effort in every time he was on that board, and he beat himself up every time he made a mistake on that board, pushed the wrong button, or 
or uh, you know got the wrong song playing, whatever it was. If he did it, but boy, he took pride in doing it the right way, and he and ninety nine point nine percent of the time he did it the right way. Yeah, and the pride that he had in the job, and I guess that the people that he was serving, I guess you all would have to say, you know, Doug, don't you know get so hard on yourself. Yeah. I guess you had to tell him that at absolutely. Time, he, uh, I didn't personally, but uh, I know Dugan, uh, the boss, told him a lot. Hey, don't be so hard on just one mistake a week is okay. That's okay. Yeah. If you push the wrong button once a week, don't uh, don't don't go to bed that night worrying about that one wrong button you pushed. You pushed a hundred and ten thousand sure. right buttons, so don't worry about it. Yeah. He took a lot of pride in his job, and he was really, really boy. I tell you what, he made my job a lot easier. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know what I know when you're talking about. I know, like I said, the the, the Louisville, the, the, at least the Cardinal, the baseball team. I don't know how the U of L fans are going to take it, but I figure a very successful year if you can end your run at Jim Patterson Stadium, you know, with a victory and the yeah. fans going home happy. I don't know how Texas A and M will turn out, but at least I can say, you know, win or lose, I mean, the Cards still can be proud, you know, based on the fact that you know no NCAA tournament last year for the baseball team, right? That is correct. David, thank you as yeah. always, my friend. I appreciate sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, look, A&M's good, and they're going to fill that stadium down in College Station. They love their baseball. And you thought Louisville fans were rowdy yesterday. That was going to be nothing compared to what you're going to see out of A&M fans uh, over the weekend. I'd love to go, but uh, just can't. I can't convince my wife that it's financially responsible for me to go to Texas A&M to watch uh, Louisville baseball. By the way, Nick Curran, speaking of baseball, Louisville Bats play-by-play, he'll join me about six minutes. We'll talk uh, about the upcoming homestand. Starts tonight against Charlotte, 7.05 right here on the Big X. 6.35 pregame is when we'll get it started right here on the Big X. But uh, Nick, Jim Kelch will bring you all the action. Bats have won three in a row. They beat Gwinnett uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on the road. So we'll talk to Nick about uh, the team mentality right now. They're still under 500, but uh, what's the what's the locker room like for this Bats team? I know you got Jonathan India, the Reds, is getting ready to come down on a rehab assignment. So if you get out to the stadium, you'll be able to see Jonathan India maybe a couple, two, three times this week. There's another uh, Red coming down. I can't remember who it is, but a couple of rehab assignments, and uh, they'll start a six-game set with Charlotte tonight. Uh, it's Louisville Slugger Field, so I'll talk to Nick about all that uh, and the homestand and all the uh, all the promotions going on this week out at Slugger Field. We'll do that in about five minutes or so. I did want to get to the Live Tour. Uh, this thing has taken on a life that uh, we weren't sure it was going to take on, and it's happening quickly. Dustin Johnson has resigned from the PGA Tour. Kevin Na, we knew that yesterday, had already resigned from the PGA Tour. He's going to play this weekend. The first tournament in this brand-new Saudi money-backed live tour is this weekend just outside London. Now, it's it's different format. It's still stroke play, but it's three days instead of four. Uh, shotgun start, so these players are all going to be on the course at the same time throughout the day. Uh, makes it easier, and Justin will verify this. Makes it easier for uh, you know in-game betting there, right? Live betting of uh, of golf. Well, yeah. not, if, well, not if only you got that, everybody playing the same time. Not only that, but it's going to make the events a lot quicker. You don't have to sit down for seven, eight hours and watch it. Now you are going to have to get up early in the morning for this first one because it's in London, and you are going to have to find out how to watch it on YouTube. 
because that is the media partner for the Live Tour, at least for now, uh, the only ones I'm guessing. Now, look, we can talk about the hum- human rights atrocities from Saudi Arabia and the fact that they're putting all this money. Look, they've got money to burn. This money is nothing for the Saudis. But they're putting this money up. They want this to. They want a new face. All right. They don't want to be known as the government that uh, doesn't believe in human rights. And this is part of a um, publicity ploy to get people at least a little bit off their back, maybe a little bit on their side. Phil Mickelson will play now in this weekend's event. There are a lot of questions here now. DJ, he's I don't know forty. Justin, maybe look that up. Forty. Something, um, early 40s, he's got two majors under his belt. But they're going to give him $200 million just to play in this thing. 37. 37 years old. That is pre-prize money, which, by the way, first first tournament here, $25 million in prize money, $4 million to the winner. It's also a team event. You're going to have 48 golfers, 12 four-man teams. So if your team has the best aggregate score, you're going to win even more money. $4 million to the individual winner. Three days of golf, no cut, everybody plays shotgun start. So here's the advantages. You got more money. You're getting more money. You're playing less golf, three rounds instead of two. You're playing a team event. And, you know, if you're DJ, if you're Kevin Na, if you're Ian Poulter, the field is not – Strong enough where you can't win a few times during the year. It's an eight eight uh, tournaments in this tour. Just eight. Portland, I know uh, Trump National is going to hold an event. There's one in up in near the Boston area. And then the final, the championship, the last one's going to be in, at Doral in Miami. Uh, you got one in London. You got one in Saudi Arabia. You got one in Thailand. And I forget where the other one is. But eight events total. So you're playing less golf. You're making more money. Don't tell me it's not about the money. That's what I don't want to hear. DJ got on a press conference today and said, well, you know, I don't want to play this game until I'm an old man and that's what I'm going to have to do if I stay on the PD. No, you're not. You can quit right now. You got enough money to take care of your kids, your grandkids, probably their kids. You're good. Well, now he definitely does with the move. But don't tell me it's for the money. Yeah. Don't tell me a guy, Dustin Johnson's uh, – situation that Dustin and uh, and Mrs. Uh, Dustin, little Gretzky there, they don't have hundreds of millions of dollars or they're at f- least a couple hundred million dollars, which, now, you know, I think you can live on that. So don't tell me it's not about the money. Just like Aaron Donald, and I'll get to that, it's all about the money. I'm going to talk more about this after Nick Kern because I'm a little fired up. I don't know, wh- to be honest, I don't know which side to be on here because I can see both perspectives. Are we going to break before Curran? Yeah, we're going to take a break right now. Let's take a break. Nick Curran, Louisville Bats, will join me afterward. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears in studio. 
Uh, breaking news, Tiger Woods announced within the last 30 minutes he will not compete in the U.S. Open at Brookline this year. Wow. Um, you know, he played played hard in the Masters for four rounds, but again, it fell apart. That leg just – he just couldn't do it, and he couldn't do it uh, – couldn't do it much better at the PGA Championship either. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Bring in. Have you called Nick? Oh, I forgot about I forgot Nick. To call Let me Nick. call. We'll call Nick and we'll you, bring. You Nick talk in. to me all break. I'm going to talk. Uh, yeah, you're right. That is on me. By the way, Thursday is uh, movie day, as we do during the summer every year. Thursday we're going to do football movies. So send me your top three football movies on the uh, Thornton's text line, 414-1450. You've got today, you've got tomorrow, and you've got Thursday morning before the show to send me your favorite um, football movies. I send these uh, the text out to friends and colleagues and other media people and uh, some former ath- uh, professional athletes. I've had great response the first two weeks. Of course, Bull Durham won the baseball poll and uh, the basketball poll was an easy landslide win for Gene Hackman and Hoosiers. Thursday, we will do football movies. Now let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline and bring in my buddy Nick Curran, uh, play-by-play voice of the Louisville Bats. Nick, how are you today? Doing well, John. How are you? I'm not good. I left my notebook at home. I'm trying to do everything on my phone here. This is a this is crazy for me. I never leave my notebook. What, what do you? Uh, what's a, when have you gone to a bats game? Maybe you forgot. What have you forgotten that you needed and you had just had to overcome it? Any anything in particular? Uh, That's a tough question. Early, I know. It is. Uh, yeah, there, there's not a lot. And you probably leave everything at the stadium normally, right? Yeah, most of the time. Do get on the road, and we have sponsor read sheets, and I've forgotten those a time or two, which is uh, basically impossible to get through all that stuff without having them. So I always have to have somebody send them to me from my computer whenever I do that. There's, but, a, bit, there's a bit of a panic attack that happens, right? Because I know I just had one at about 11.50 this morning. Huge panic attack. Yeah. Huge panic attack. And, uh, yeah, luckily I can just have someone email me but those. We're, but, uh, prof- we're professionals. You- we got to find a way, right? Yeah, well, that's... Hey. Arguable in my case, but but yeah, I guess I, I, guess I don't I don't have my notes, so I don't have any questions. So thanks for no. Let's do let's try to do this ad lib. Um, bats are playing pretty well. They won three in a row in Gwinnett to finish that series out. What's the mood among the team? Because if you look at a major league team, you can, team you can kind of figure out what mood they're in. What's the mood in the in the clubhouse uh, of this bats team right now? Yeah, I think everyone's in a in a great mood, as you mentioned. Uh, three-game winning streak, which matches the longest of the year. They'll look to make it four in a row for the first time this year tonight. And um, everyone's in, in very good spirits, uh, playing well in a lot of facets. Could have won the series in Gwinnett, had a, an extra inning game not go their way after taking the lead in the 10th, and um, and then right in a couple of others. Uh, got really good pitching, by and large, throughout the series in Gwinnett. So that, that was uh, great to see. Um, the, the, the hitting the last three games was, was really solid, particularly the last two Chris Oakey hit for the cycle on Saturday, the bats catcher, which was a, a pretty big lift. I think he's a, he's a very much well-liked guy in the clubhouse and, uh, was cool to see him hit for the cycle, the seventh in franchise history, which always kind of bolsters everybody a little bit when yeah. somebody does something like that. The team, uh, tossed their third shutout of the year on Sunday to close out that series. Another a, you know, another thing to put everybody in a good mood. Uh, the the bullpen on a sixteen and a third 
scoreless inning streak right now, which is uh, really good. They've been pitching it well and uh, playing good defense as well. Only uh, only three errors in the last 16 games. And uh, that, going back to a, a series finale against Toledo here a few weeks ago, and uh, the bats lead the league in fielding percentage in that time span. So they've uh, they have been uh, they've been playing good defense. They've been pitching it well, and and saw it sort of come to fruition over the last three games down in Gwinnett. You had a game Monday, Memorial Day, and then an off day Tuesday. What does Nick Tur- Nick Curran do in Gwinnett on a Tuesday? Yeah, not a whole lot. <laughs> uh, there's. It's a good area where we stay, actually. There, there's a lot of stuff around, a lot of restaurants in the Mall of Georgia. So uh, I got a lot of work done on Tuesday and then uh, and then uh, walked around the mall, had some lunch, went to Target, which was exciting. Wow. Um, seeing, seeing if there was any baby <laughs> formula in the, uh, in the Gwinnett area. There was not. Uh, but, but picked up a couple of other things at Target and, and then um, – yeah, went to see went to see Top Gun. There's a movie there theater in, in the uh, in the mall, so so I had a chance to do that. So it was it was uh, the off days on the road are not ideal, but it was it was okay. So you went to the Mall of Georgia, not just a mall in Georgia, the Mall of Georgia. Right? It is the Mall of Georgia. It is very impressive, uh, and and uh, and and I would say very successful mall. Talking, yes. to, talking to Nick Curran, play-by-play voice of the Louisville Bats. All right, when do the uh, when will the fans need to come out if they want to see Jonathan India in his rehab assignment this week? Yeah, presumably tonight. Don't have the lineups yet, so don't know if uh, India and uh, and or Donovan Solano, who is also joining this team on rehab beginning today, don't know if they're in the lineup. I would assume they would be. I would assume there wouldn't have been an announcement that they were beginning a rehab assignment if they weren't both planned on being in the lineup tonight, but uh, haven't actually seen one. So I would anticipate they would both be in there tonight. And then uh, from there, it just kind of depends on what the schedule is. Uh, A lot of times it's, you know, play five innings in the field, play seven innings in the field, DH, whatever the case may be, uh, maybe a day off. So don't know exactly what both guys' schedules will be. Um, but I would assume they would both be playing tonight. So I would think that you'd be pretty sure to be able to see them if you come out tonight, uh, 7.05, first pitch, dollar menu night, dollar hot dogs, Pepsis, popcorn, chips, all of that. And it's also our uh, our night during the Muhammad Ali yeah. Festival, sort of honoring the champs. So a lot of cool stuff with that, too. And um, and baseball mingo. So a lot of cool things. Um, bats could have three rehabbers in the lineup tonight. Max Schrock is still with the Bats on Major League Rehab. Uh, Jose Barrero just got optioned to Louisville yesterday, who had been on a rehab assignment. So uh, it's a really good and should be a really good, even without uh, the rehabbers, but a really good Louisville lineup right now. So uh, so the chance to, to win some games in this series, too. So Muhammad Ali Festival Night, that is a one-night thing, or are there different things throughout the season, or is this just a one-night deal? It is. It's a one-night thing. It's kind of something we started to do ever since uh, Muhammad Ali passed away. And yeah. uh, the, the festival in town, they have kind of the week that, that marks uh, his his passing each year, um, and we've, we've done stuff uh, as part of that to varying degrees throughout. And uh, tonight we're, we're managing it here on a Tuesday, and um, I know there'll be a lot of video board things and stuff like that sort of honoring him and his legacy throughout uh, throughout the night tonight. I think members of the Ollie family are going to be here. 
Um, and I think uh, maybe a message from Layla Ali, who I don't think could be here, but is supposed to have something on the video board. So a lot of cool stuff tonight if you if you come out. I didn't mention that this series is against Charlotte. What do you expect them to bring to the table? Uh, they've got some rehabbers, too. They've got Lance Lynn, who uh, will likely pitch sometime in this series, who was absolutely spectacular last year and has been uh, injured throughout this season. Uh, Eloy Jimenez, who is a stellar player at oh, the big league level, is yeah. also with them uh, on on rehab. So um, that is cool. There's a couple of former bats on their team. Brandon Finnegan, a former bat in red, is in that Charlotte bullpen. Uh, Mark Payton is an outfielder who is with Charlotte. His brother Jack is, of course, uh, well, uh, a catcher for U of L and was sort of at the center of the yes. the, the the call in the eighth inning. That I, I, I think that he was out. I think he was out. By the way. Oh, well, I don't think you're the only one, but Cards got that call and, and, uh, and it worked out for them. But, uh, but so, so Mark played with the bats last year and he'll be, uh, he'll be in town with Charlotte, uh, beginning tonight. And, and, uh, also they've got a couple of Louisville Cardinals on their teams. I believe both pitching, uh, out of the bullpen, Cade McClure and, and Lincoln Hensman are both Charlotte Knights. So a little bit of everything. Storylines abound this week. Fun week. Sounds like a fun week. All right, Friday, let's get to the weekend. you got fireworks Friday. What is play ball weekend? Explain that one to me. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of an initiative that Major League Baseball has started to uh, really push a lot of things to encourage kids to get out and play. Uh a uh, big sort of exercise initiative and that sort of thing. So I think uh, stuff associated with that, with with some kids' activities here this weekend, and, and uh, a lot of times clinics associated with that. I don't know if we have a clinic this weekend. We have some coming, I know, later in the year that, that we always have. So um, that's the that's the gist of it, and uh, should be really cool stuff. Part of a packed weekend. A lot going on here this weekend uh, with sort of celebrating the 40th anniversary. Yeah. And, I'm going to get to that. Yeah, talking to Nick Curran, play-by-play voice of the Louisville Bats, you talk about this 40th anniversary. Saturday is Redbirds night. Uh, If you're my age, and you're not, Nick, but if you were my age, you remember uh, Gene Roof and the the, uh, Louisville Redbirds back at old Cardinal Stadium. You're giving away. First 2,000 fans Saturday will receive a mini replica of old Cardinal Stadium. Uh, Are they wearing uh, uniforms, Redbirds uniforms this weekend? Yep, wearing uni- uh, Redbird oh, uniforms that, that, I'll be that there. should harken back to the 1982 days. Um, so it should be really cool, always popular. And then, as you said, the, the stadium replica giveaways from Old Cardinal Stadium, uh, those given away to the first 2,000 fans, both on Friday and Saturday, actually. Oh, okay. So if you come out either one, um, you'll be able to get those fireworks after both Friday and Saturday as well. Uh, should be really cool. Gene Roof is supposed to be here. Uh, Jim Aducey is supposed to be here. First uh, baseman, Jim Aducey. Yeah, a couple of guys that were uh, big in, um, in in the history of the franchise going back to, to the Redbirds day. So it should be a really, really neat weekend and a neat couple of days. Um, you know, it's celebrating 40 years. The, the franchise began baseball return to Louisville in 1982. So this year is, is, uh, is kind of uh, celebrating 40 years of, of the – of the franchise and a baseball returning and a, a really cool way to market bats will be playing in the, in the Redbirds unis as mentioned. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I think we'll, we'll bring back some memories for a lot of people just to see the Redbird stuff on the field. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of folks that have been with us since 1982, as season ticket holders. So a really cool chance for them to, to relive a, a lot of their days 
um, with the with the replicas of Cardinal Stadium and, and things like that. Yeah, Willie McGee played a year with the Redbirds. I know Vince Coleman had a cup of coffee down here before he, he got called up really early. But Gene Roof was my guy. I think he was the first ever leadoff hitter, first batter uh, in Redbirds history. So that'll be fun. Lick, thanks as always. Uh, enjoy the uh, week and uh, have fun tonight on Muhammad Ali Festival Night. Appreciate your time as always. We're looking forward to it, John. Appreciate it. We'll see everyone out here this week. Nick Kern, play-by-play voice of the Louisville Bats. Yeah, those Redbirds, look, I'm 58 years old, so uh, that was that was 18. That was prime time for me to start watching. You know, oh, my gosh, we're getting a triple-A team. Oh, my gosh. At the time, they were the triple-A uh, team of the St. Louis Cardinals, so that's why you had guys like Willie McGee, Vince Coleman, uh, I'm trying to remember some of the names, but uh, it was, it was inc- Tito Landrum. Tito Landrum, who was a star for the Baltimore Orioles in a World Series victory uh, later in his career. So, I mean, it was – man, that's that's good times. Jim Aducci was a great first baseman. I'm definitely getting out there one one night, probably Saturday, to uh, try to see the, the bats play in those old Redbird uniforms. Now, Justin, you're not old enough. Turn your mic on, man. Oh, you don't have to. If you don't want hey. to answer, if you don't want to answer don't How about ask. now? Is All it working right. now? Yeah, I hear you now. So you're not going out for dollar hot dogs tonight. I didn't say that. I got my grandson tonight, so probably perfect. not. What? That's be, perfect. Uh, what do grandkids eat? Hot dogs. That's, he does love his hot dogs. They're only a dollar. Charlotte, I would like to see some of those old U of L players playing, and I do want to see Jonathan India play and see if he's uh gotten anything back. By the way, my Los Angeles Angels, since we're talking baseball. They lost their 12th straight last night. Red Sox beat them one nothing. They're not my angels. I just picked them to go to the World Series. Boy, I was on cloud nine when they were 27 and 17. They're 27 and 29 now. Is there a more confusing team in baseball? I mean, they have two of the best players in the league. Mike can't Trout do anything. has been in a huge slump. He got a hit his first time up last night. I was watching the game. Um, you know, Otani... He's he's great. Joe Adele, the Ballard product, mm-hmm. just got called back up because of other guys getting hurt. I can't figure them out. Their pitching should be good with Otani, and they got Noah Syndergaard in the offseason. Uh, Detmers threw the no-hitter, the former UofL pitcher, earlier in the year. They were they were doing great. They were. I had a Dodger-Angel World Series, a little freeway World Series mm. prediction. Has that uh, ever happened? N- uh, that particular one's never happened. We've had Giants – uh, Angels before. When well, Yankee, not, Yankees not Mets have played, Yankees right? Mets yeah. have happened. Subway Series. By the way, Yankees, wow. Wow. They are. They have the second best record through 54 games in the history of the league. They are 39 and 15. Wow. Um, the Mariners, back in the day when they won 116 games, I think, they were 40. I want to say 42 and 12 through 54 games. I'm pretty sure that's right. Yankees are 39 and 15. And I, look, I picked them to win the division. I, I had the Angels beating them in the play. They look too – they're pitching. Had, Nestor Cortez is the best pitcher you haven't heard of in the league. True. Jordan Montgomery's been really good. And Garrett Cole's at the top of that rotation with uh, Jamison Talon, the former Pirate. If they get any pitching at all, look out. And Dodgers-Yankees, by the way, I know it's it's generic and, oh, it's Dodgers-Yankees again. Who wants to see that? That's, that could be a fabulous World Series. Fabulous. 
Your Phillies stink, though. My Phillies. I don't know who. Somebody's Phillies are. I, the I Phillies am, are. By the way, the Phillies are three and zero since they fired Joe Girardi. Unfortunately, John, I'm a Reds fan. So yes, they do stink. <sighs> Reds win last night, seven nothing. Shortened seven inning game. They'll be back at it six forty today against Arizona. Hunter Green, boy, he was good last night, and you know he he's one of those guys you look at and go, okay, I can see this guy from a pitching standpoint, kind of carrying the torch here. He was a top ten draft pick. He's really, really he throws hundred and two miles an hour. If you throw it hundred miles an hour, if it doesn't move, guys are going to hit it and hit it hard. Mm-hmm. But if you if it moves a little bit, they're going to have trouble. And his pitches move. Uh, he had that no hitter early in the year against Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, the Reds lost that game one to nothing. But he had the no hitter going. Uh, he's really, really good, and he was really good last night. Till the rains came. The funny part about that game last night: they pull the tarp out, and it's raining so hard that the tarp got so heavy they couldn't get the third base area covered. It was on the ground. You had big old gigantic monster muscle bound men out there pulling that tarp and it would not move because the rain and water got on it so fast and made it so heavy. They couldn't get it to cover up the area, the dirt area behind third base. If only it was 2022 and we had weather radar to look at ahead of time. Well, I I will say the announcers were like these, these, uh, um, what do you call the guys that bring the tarp out? The groundsmen? The grounds crew. They've been waiting for two batters. Just saying, when, they know the radar. They're looking at the radar. And they're saying, ump, you got to stop this game. Hey, stop this game. If they stop at two batters earlier. But the downpour came, and it was a torrential downpour. It was fun to watch those guys try to pull that tarp, and they <laughs> had no chance. Tarp one, grounds crew zero. I will take a break. Come back. I do want to talk a little bit more about the Live Tour uh, starting this weekend just outside of London. Also, the Belmont Stakes. Have you forgotten? That is Saturday. The draw has been made. We'll talk about that. And Aaron Donald, he's unretired. The theme of today's show, it's all about the money. We'll take a break. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Welcome back to Spears on Sports. Presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline still open. 502-384-1450 if you'd like to be part of the show. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Reward app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. I heard Matt say $6 plus in Sellersburg for gas. So you need help on fuel every day. So download that Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Are you uh, tired of buying expensive sunglasses only to lose them, break them, or you never even wear them? You don't want to lose them. You don't want them to get dirty. You don't want them to look bad when you put them on your head. Well, let me tell you about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent American-owned company started right here in Kentucky They're changing the way you wear sunglasses outdoors. I don't know who wears them indoors, but Shady Ray's sunglasses offer an industry-best combination of fit, style, and performance without the big brand price tag. Doesn't stop at the quality. 
Here's the offer that I love, and I've got three pairs myself. Every pair is backed by a lost and broken replacement guarantee. You break them, you lose them, your grandma sits on them in the bathtub, whatever happens, they'll give you a new pair. Free of charge. That is uh, the Shady Ray's way of doing things. They also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. Look good in your shades. Feel good about making an impact. If you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair. Return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop with Shady Rays. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is offering 25% off. So you can try them out, see what they're all about. Use the code BIGX at checkout for 25% off all adult shades. That is at ShadyRays.com. All right, what else do I want to talk about today? Um, Aaron Donald, by the way, the theme of the show is it's all about the money. We talked about Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Taylor Gooch, which surprised me, Kevin Na, uh, Ian Poulter, Louis Oosthuizen, Sergio Garcia. All these guys are going to play in this first live tour event outside London this weekend coming up. DJ is going to get, though, $200 million just to play, then prize money if he wins or his team wins. Phil's going to get fifty to a, anywhere from fifty to a hundred million dollars. Uh, it has been reported, in fact, Greg Norman, who is sort of the face of this new tour, said that Tiger Woods was offered an obscene amount of money, near a billion dollars, to be the face of this tour. He turned it down. Jack Nicholas was offered a billion dollars a while back. He turned it down. Why would either of those take that? That though. Well, they they don't need it. Exactly. They don't need it, and they're... They, they've got more than that. And they're past them. the age where they're yeah. trying to be a face of a league. But that's know? what... The, so they basically, that tells me Greg Norman was third choice, right? Yeah. Jack said no. I, now, Greg Norman didn't say what he got, but I'm sure it's a pretty penny. Um. So these guys are going to play. It's about legacy, or is it about money? Is it about playing in majors? The majors, now, they won't play in a PGA Championship. Dustin Johnson, Kevin Na have now resigned from the PGA Tour. I haven't heard that on Taylor Gooch, um, and I haven't heard it on Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson actually said he does plan to play in the U.S. Open, which is coming up at Brookline a week from in two weeks. The question is the majors to me, and the Ryder Cup, and the FedEx Cup. Now, if you're not if you resign from the PGA Tour, you're not getting any FedEx points. So you're not going to play in the FedEx Cup playoffs. The majors are a different story. The Masters, if you're a former champion, you're exempt, like Dustin Johnson. He's got an exemption to play. The Masters doesn't answer to the PGA Tour. Will the PGA Tour honor those exemptions, though? That's my question. It doesn't matter. It's up to the Masters whether or not DJ plays or not. It's their tournament. And the same goes for the Open Championship over across the pond. And the same goes for the U.S. Open, which is run by the USGA, not the PGA. So really, the only major that's affected here is the PGA Championship. And if you resign from the PGA, I'm going to have to assume, even if you're a past champion, you're not going to be allowed to play in the PGA Championship. The Live Tour has taken a, I don't want to say old, because 37 is not old, but they've taken a Dustin Johnson, who may be a little bit past his prime. They've taken Sergio Garcia, who has badmouthed the PGA Tour for years. They've taken Ian Poulter, Louis Oosthuizen, guys that normally don't play on the PGA Tour except during major weeks. I worry about the Ryder Cup. That's what I worry about. Because is the 
English team going to allow Ian Poulter to play? Are they going to allow some of these other guys that play on the Live Tour to play in the Ryder Cup? Because if not, the U.S. is going to have no competition. And the other, the other question is, how many of these guys are going to say, well, he's doing it, so I'm going to do it? He's going over there. He's only going to play eight tournaments. He's going to make millions of dollars doing it. Why don't I do it? You think those players could be chosen as a captain's pick for Ryder Cup? Uh, that's a good question. If you're the new uh, – um, um, Zach Johnson is the, the Ryder Cup captain for the next session. Um, I think this is a President's Cup year, so it's still a year over a year away. But if you're Zach Johnson and Dustin Johnson is winning tournaments uh, hand over fist and playing great over on this new live tour, do you say, hey, Dustin, you're still an American and we'd still like you to play on the Ryder Cup team? I don't think the PGA Tour has any say over the Ryder Cup team. That is all. Normally, that's all about points. Now, you're not going to accrue any points if you're Dustin Johnson, but the captain has at least two, I think four picks on that team. So I worry about the Ryder Cup. I worry about guy, who's who's next. That's what I worry about. Xander Schauffele, Patrick Cantlay, Justin Thomas. Who does the, does the Live Tour go after next? Who's Phil Mickelson talking to behind closed doors? JT won't go anywhere. Who's Dustin Johnson talking to behind closed doors? Now, JT's dad as has been documented for years, as a PGA Tour professional, right? JT's two majors are the PGA Championship. He is a lifelong, and he's young, but his dad and his grandfather, lifelong PGA members. So you don't expect a guy like that, who's going to make a ton of money anyway, to say, I'm going to go over here and make three times a ton of money. Three times what I'm going to make on this PGA Tour. You don't if, expect if him not to more. Do it. He got what two, just over two oh. mil for his PGA Championship that's, win, and that's a major. Yeah, you're going to win four million for this. This thing doesn't even have a sponsor. Yeah, this is Live Tour event number one. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's not even the John Deere Classic. It's the Live Tour event number one. Um. So basically. I don't know which side to be on because I can't fault these guys for making money. I can't look at the guy and say, now if, if he, I would feel better about this Dustin Johnson if he didn't talk about not wanting to play till he's old. If he just came out and said, hey, I want the money. My family once said, hey, take the money. Yeah. I would, You know what I would say? Okay, I get it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you for a second. I don't blame any of these guys if they want to say, they want to come out and be honest about it and say, I'm doing this for, I'm going to make five times the money I would make on the PGA Tour. Yeah, I briefly talked about it this morning on KRC, but it was, to me, it's all about loyalty versus greed. Who's loyal, who's greedy? That's, that's how I break it down. I, I, don't, I don't like using the word greed because. 200 million is greedy, We John. cannot fathom what these guys are going to make. We don't, we don't know. Right. Um. If somebody came to me and said, I'm going to give you five times the money to go to a different radio station and do what you're doing, exactly what you're doing right now, or maybe even work less because these golfers are going to work less, I'm going to give you five times the money. I can't say that door right there is not hitting my rear end as I'm out the, uh, heading out of it. I'm not going to tell you that because I would be ingenuous if I told you that. I'm going to listen to that at worst. So I don't blame these guys. 
See, I'm on the opposite side. But of I that. would say, just tell me the truth and tell me you're going over there for the money. You can't make that kind of money. And this is going to take care of your family for generations to come. Just tell me that. Don't tell me, oh, well, this is a better opportunity. Uh, I've got, I'm, I'm, you know, I I'm, don't have have many more years left. I'm playing because uh, my family wants me to go over there. No, you're playing for the money. Just like Aaron Donald, by the way. Segway. Los Angeles Rams. Resigned yesterday, $95 million. He restructured his contract. He was still under contract for three more years. Keep that in mind. Still under contract for three more years, $55 million. Now it's $95 million. He got a $40 million raise. With a current contract. Now, how did he do it? He said he might retire. Yeah, I might step away. I said I was going to play eight years in the NFL. That's what I did. And he did say that when he was drafted. I'm going to play eight years, hopefully win a Super Bowl, and then I'm out. He played eight years. He won a Super Bowl. He had 98 sacks in those eight seasons. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. He's got three straight seasons of 10 or more sacks. That's pretty good. Only one other player's ever done that. 65 million the first two years. Here's a word that these uh that I don't love that these players love. Guaranteed. 65 million guaranteed. And then if he wants to play that third year, now the contract says he doesn't have to. But if he does, it's 30 million. 30 million more. Disgusting. Um, highest played non-quarterback now in NFL history. Um, and you know who you know who's licking their chops right now? The Bosa brothers. Nick and Joey, especially Joey uh, with the Chargers. He's going, eh, my contract's up next year. I'm an edge rusher as well. I'm going to put up some numbers like Aaron Donald. Let's see what I can get. Incredible. All right, the Belmont draw is out. First time in, I think, modern history that no horse is going to run all three races of the Triple Crown. Wow. Kentucky Derby, Preakness, Belmont. Rich Strike got the four-hole. The Derby winner got the four-hole. Mo Donegal is in the sixth spot. Uh, Eight-horse field here for the Belmont. Nobody's going to be watching. Mm -mm. All right, the uh, Louisville Cardinals for winning the regional. Now go to the Super Regional in College Station. They'll take on Texas A&M. As I look at some of these regionals, Notre Dame at Tennessee. Tennessee seems like a huge favorite there. Uh, Texas at East Carolina. Louisville, I mentioned, at Texas A&M. They're in the same bracket with Oklahoma, who's at Virginia Tech. So two ACC teams in that bracket, Louisville and Virginia Tech. UConn at Stanford. Uh, Arkansas at North Carolina. That should be a fun one. Ole Miss at Southern Miss. Hello. Southern Miss knocked off LSU last night to advance. And they will host a regional against Ole Miss. And Auburn at Oregon State. So, by my count, you got Auburn, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Arkansas. Is that it? Four SEC teams? No, Texas A&M. Five SEC teams. Virginia Tech, North Carolina, Louisville. Uh, oh, I forgot Tennessee. Six SEC teams. Ooh. So, there you go. You got uh, starts next Friday. You'll just have uh, Louisville will play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Some of these regionals will play Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I guess I won't go to College Station. I guess I'll stay in town and go watch St. X Friday uh, against McCracken County in the state semifinal in Lexington at Kentucky Proud Park. Why not, right? Why not?
It's it's going to be a lot cheaper. Although the prices to get in the Kentucky High School baseball tournament are ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if Nick Roush can run a 4-7, as uh, you discussed on your show today, but <laughs> we'll see. Am I out of time or not? You're out. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, let's head out of here. Thanks to Justin, as always. Tony Burke joins me in studio tomorrow. You've been listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Ass. <laughs>